Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. And good morning. It's 8.07 here on your Monday morning, this morning, with Jaylen and Daryl. Jaylen is off today, feeling a little under the weather. Hopefully she'll be back tomorrow, but not going to rush it. So you come back, Jay, whenever you're feeling better. How about that? Uh, good to be here with you and Morty Scott, by the way. We'll be back again tomorrow. Cody Jansen's been filling in on the sports desk. I'm going to talk to somebody who has, uh, is in a... In a position put there in a new kind of way. So on the Edmonton Police Commission, there are a number of people who are on it. uh, But this, for the first time, there's an appointee from the government of Alberta on the Edmonton Police Commission. The appointee is Michael Lee. And uh, we wanted to talk with him about why he's on there, how this all worked, and then what the, what the goal is, what the role is and what the goal is as we move forward on this, on this three-year term. Michael Lee joining us this morning. Uh, Dr. Michael Lee, uh, you're a dentist, you're chair of the Greater Edmonton Chinese Community Foundation, a uh, member of, yeah, there's a number of organizations you've been involved with uh, through the Chinese community. Really good to have you on this morning. Thanks for your time. Thank you for having me. And, and is, is that a big part of what you bring to it? We've obviously had some issues with, with, with crime and social challenges in Chinatown, specifically in Edmonton. Is that part of why you're now on the police commission to, to bring a voice to what's been going on? Uh, yes, uh, as you mentioned uh, very correctly, that uh, the Chinatown area has been facing uh, se- some serious challenges in the past few years. And, uh, you know, been, we, the community has been talking to uh, the province and the city and the police services um, over the various issues that we are facing. And uh, through that process, I have been uh, uh, having conversations with them. And so uh, I guess they feel I have the uh, experience and the right skill sets to fill in this job. Well, let me try and get it, get my head wrapped around how you ended up getting appointed to this. So the provincial government is actually appointing two members of the Evidence Police Commission. You're one. I don't think we know who the other one is yet, do we? Um, I think I think uh, the other member has been cleared of the uh, security checks, so uh, he'll be uh, formally admitted to the commission before too long. Okay, yeah, we'll find out fairly soon. Uh, so how does this work? Do, do, did you apply to be a member of the police commission through this government appointment? Uh, were you basically headhunted? Did they come to you? Uh, what, how, take us through. Um, no, I did not apply, and uh, the only conversation I have with anybody is, uh, you know, uh, a friend told me that, uh, you know, they they are considering my appointment. That they meaning the, uh, the provincial government, and I don't even know who in the provincial government was making that decision. <laughs> and I have not had any. Um, conversation at all with uh, politicians or with uh, department officials about what I my duty would be on the commission there's no um, particular agenda that they want me to push push so um, I, I feel that I'm pretty much a free agent that way you know I'm not beholden to anybody well, how did you find out then? Uh, did they ask permission or did they just appoint you whether you liked it or not? <laughs> uh, they, 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 
they did ask me, but not directly. They 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 asked me through the um, the uh, person who suggested that to the to the government, I guess. And uh, you know, so I said yes. If they appoint me, I would be willing to take on the responsibilities. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so it, it is it is not as formal as uh, as uh, one might suspect. Mm. Uh, so, what do you know about your timetable then for the next little while? You, you've, you're, you're officially announced. Uh, for example, uh, your your term expires uh, in April in three years down the road. So you've known this for a little while. Have you been to any meetings yet? When is your first meeting? What uh, you know? What's what's the uh, what's the uh, tutorial look like just to figure out what you're supposed to do? Uh, yes, I have had uh, one uh, full day meeting already. Um, which is pretty intense, uh, which is what I have been expecting anyways, so it's no surprise. And uh, I will be taking on uh, more meetings in the next little while. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, 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 is a, it is a challenging job, but also it should be a rewarding job. So what do you want, when your term ends in three years, what will you want to have accomplished? As you look back, if you can look ahead to looking back, what would you want to accomplish in your role? I would like to see more coordination uh, between all levels of government you know, both uh, civic government and uh, provincial and maybe even federal government to tackle some of the social issues that uh, a lot of big cities in North America are facing. You know, the the deterioration of the downtown core is a major problem for a number of cities all around. So, uh, you know, that trend has to be reversed somehow. And it is not the uh, sole responsibility of the police, you know, although I think they certainly play a big part. But, uh, you know, in order to uh, go to the root causes and uh, how to uh, resolve the problems, we need to have a very, very dedicated and coordinated effort. And with your with your experience and background in in the Chinese community here in Edmonton, there it's not just about trying to make Chinatown better. These are lessons, or these are things that should be done across the board uh, throughout much of Edmonton. So it's it's you're not there just to, to to work for Chinatown. It's supposed to be a wider range. Certainly, it is. You know, because uh, the the issues are you know deeper than just the uh, police. Uh, you know, doing their job. You know, it, it it has to deal with a lot of other issues like mental health, addictions. You know, which uh, also involves the health uh, department and uh, houselessness, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, uh, you know, many other issues as well. Education. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you can be optimistic about governments working together as the province is actually able to now appoint somebody. They've also had some different task force, so you're, you're fairly optimistic that you can sort of help, to at least help, to bridge some of those gaps that we've seen? Uh, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that uh, more uh, government people are realizing that it is a uh, an issue that's not uh, to be segregated, you know, uh, one level of government looking after this and another 
government department looks after another area, you know, they have to be coordinated. So uh, I think uh, from that perspective, I think most people are understanding that it is a complex problem that needs to have a more concerted effort than just uh, one uh, department or one area uh, trying to tackle it all. Uh, thank you very much for your time this morning, Dr. Lee. It's been really good chatting with you. I wish you all the best in the, uh, the next three years in your appointment on the Police Commission. Thank you very much for having me. All right, cheers. Good to chat with you. Bye. Dr. Michael Lee is a dentist. He's been involved uh, with the Greater Edmonton Chinese Community Foundation, with the Chinese Benevolent Association, now on the Edmonton Police Commission. But obviously, there it, it's not focused on one neighborhood. Those jobs need to be focused across the board, but he certainly brings some experience in one of those lightning rod areas of our city. As for the other provincial appointee, uh, there's, there's lots of sort of security checks and, and, and hoops to jump through uh, with the, uh, the, the vetting process. So uh, according to Dr. Lee, it sounds like we'll find out who the other appointee is fairly soon. We're rolling up on 816 here on your Monday morning. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. Supported by Abe's Door Service. With 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. past 8 o'clock here. We've been having interesting conversations both on the traffic troubles uh, and we've look, we've all been talking about that for not just the last few weeks. Our entire lifetimes, we always complain about construction season here in Edmonton. We were also talking about Connor McDavid and Gage. You know, what kind of wedding will that be? Will it be here? Probably not. <laughs> Cody Jansen figuring it's going to be in Greece or somewhere with some family and friends. Quite likely, anyway. And then there's, uh, there's this I think is something we should explore because there's going to be more of them coming up. Uh, our friend Sarah Fox, our technical producer Sarah Fox, and her entire family uh, went off to the, to the Valley Zoo on the weekend and, and were drinking, wandering through the zoo drinking. I didn't know that that was an allowed thing. Just once in a while. Just once in a while. It's a, yeah. a zoo brew? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, zoo brew. And what is it? What, you just you walk just... around, try a bunch of different breweries. Oh, so there's a bunch of breweries there, yeah, and they're, they they're offering up, up their product from all over. Yeah, you can. I think there were a bunch of spirits there. I kind of stayed away from those. Really? Did you though? I did. Okay. I don't like to mix. That's a very good call. Yeah. No, but it's really cool because you get to walk around, have some drinks. Uh, the animals are out and about because it's late at night. A little. Uh, how define late? I mean, 11, it goes till. Oh, wow. So, what, 7 to 11? Something like uh, that? 5 to 11. 5 yeah. to 11. Yep. Also, right. when you say they're out and about, let's just confirm they're still in their cages, yes. right? Like, yes. we don't have, like, cheetahs roaming around. No, no. Okay, good. Unfortunately, that, not. That would be wild, though. Bruce <laughs> and some wild Very animals. Cool. Yeah, that would probably not work out all that well. Uh-huh. But it is true that sometimes the wolves are, are you know, they're, they're quiet during the day. Yeah. They're hiding there. They don't. But you know, the lynx were little... out, which I don't usually see. Ah. Uh, the tigers were wandering around. Tiger, I only saw one within their enclosures. Yeah. Cody, yeah. Uh, the by the tiger way, Tiger King. I watched uh, that show. Um, I'm an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Let's know. The Valley Zoo has nothing to do with Tiger King. 
It shouldn't even be in the same breath. Well, okay. I just Stop uh, it. That's the first thing. Not the first thing that comes to everyone's mind, though, when you hear Tigers now. It's like, remember when COVID started six years ago and we all watched Tiger King together? Uh, maybe it's because I'm a, I'm a so-called boomer. I think of Charlie Sheen and his tiger blood. You, you probably don't remember no, any of that. Charlie over my head. Charlie Sheen, uh, the actor, had gone just completely off the rails as far as his public activity. <laughs> and uh, he, he he would be interviewed and he'd say that he's invincible because he would be into drugs. He was he, everything. Like, he was off the edge of the cliff. And he said he was invincible. He had tiger blood is how he sort of referenced it. This is this is many years ago. It's got to be 15, 20 years ago anyway. I just think of the hangover with the tiger. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a great scene oh, too. Yes. Yeah, Mike Tyson's tiger. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, a good movie. I haven't watched that in a long time. It's a great movie. Uh, well, coming full circle, Sarah, was there a hangover after Zubru? There was a weird five-hour flu bug that kind of oh. went through me, you know. Funny know. how that happens. Yeah. Well, uh, so you saw some wild animals, uh, including a two-legged one who uh, who tends to talk from nine to noon? Yeah, I did see Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but he, I, I saw him before I had too many drinks, so That's got lucky good. there. Uh, so he has he met your entire family yeah. before? Because oh, you guys yeah. all run around um, like a pack. I think he has. I don't know. Huh. I don't know about Johnny if he'd met Johnny before. Okay. It's kind of a Shay drink beer? Does he drink just drink soda all the time? Oh, drinks a lot of soda. I didn't see him drinking any beer. Oh. We can check with him because he'll be popping in here to get you set up from nine till noon. And I know he's gonna have a bunch of serious stuff to talk about, but we do need to find out whether he's just pounding the Coke Zeros or if he's actually having a beer while he's out there. I, I have faith that he would have a beer or two. Uh, so yeah, we will check in with Shay here in just a, just a little while. So there you go. You know, Jalen's off, right? And Morley's off. And so suddenly this all goes completely off the rails. So so far we've talked about Connor McDavid getting married. We've talked about bad traffic and Charlie Sheen and his tiger blood and whether or not Shay drinks beer. So yeah, we're all over the place here a little bit this I morning. Mean, but we're talking about zoo and fun things on mm-hmm. a Monday morning. Uh, you can't hate that. Rank your top three zoo animals for me, Daryl. Oh, top three. Yeah, on the spot. Uh, yeah, I gotta gotta go with the tigers the tigers or lions any kind of like big cat i don't care which kind of it is love wolves and uh i saw a rhino in real life uh i think it was at al oming's game farm this is like many decades ago there was a game farm was run by a guy named al oming and i do remember a, a rhino being there that was cool seeing a rhino that was awesome Number one, still polar bears. Anytime you really? see a polar bear. You can go to a garbage dump in Churchill, Manitoba and see polar bears. <laughs> yeah, that's a little more expensive to get up there than a typical zoo. Yeah, well, that's that's fair enough. So polar bears, they- you, you said top three, though. You made me go top three, so I need your top three. Polar bears? Okay, well, polar bears, number one. Lions, number two. Okay. I think number three, just those monkey exhibits, right? When yeah. you walk in and it's just an absolute gong show, <laughs> that's got to be number three. It's Monkeys are supposed to be gong shows. That's the way it works. In Chicago, they actually have a really cool downtown zoo that's, like, free. It's open to the public. You hmm. just walk through. People take their morning walks through there. I thought that was really cool. That is kind of more cities had that. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Very cool. I was in Chicago. I don't remember. Uh, didn't, that wasn't on our list. It was a weekend trip, so. Uh, Should have yeah. texted me. Should have. You're right. Chicago expert. <laughs> Basically Al Capone. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yes. Yeah, just as dangerous, for sure. Uh, we'll find out how dangerous when Cody comes back with your sports here in a few moments. It's 824.